Hey guys, my last episode, The Cave and the Matrix, is now actually up. I accidentally uploaded about two seconds of it the first time around, and that issue has been resolved. Fortunately, this is not the first time that I've had to apologize for a two-second duration of something, so it's not as embarrassing as it could be. Anyway, in that episode, I talk about how everything that we perceive as life is really an illusion, and one of these illusions is our free will. So without getting into a philosophical debate, let me just remind you that about 95% of our lives are controlled by the unconscious. The unconscious is basically a lot like a computer program, and it, it just carries out the daily operations, not robotically, but kind of, kind of robotically a little bit. You know, the main difference between us and a computer is that we have the ability to intentionally change our programming at will. So in a sense, we have free will, but we don't. We can freely choose to alter our programming if we like, but that programming is, is something that's going to dictate the entire course of our lives, for better or worse. And a lot of times it's something that we're not even aware of, or we're blind to it, um, because it is unconscious after all. So let's talk a little bit about programming. I throw that word around quite a bit, but I don't usually stop to explain exactly what I mean. A program is basically a set of instructions that you operate off of throughout the day. The brain is very much like a computer, and the unconscious mind in particular is going to make decisions based off of how its program is written. 95% of what you do is done through the unconscious. It's mostly habits um, and reactions, and we're, we're aware of very little of it. So just think how little attention you pay to you know, a complicated and dangerous activity like driving. And I don't know about you, but half the time I show up at the grocery store, I have a hard time remembering how I got there. And the act of driving isn't something that I need to put much thought into anymore. You know, just because I've done it so much, the required actions that have been, uh, that are necessary, they've been programmed into my unconscious mind. But I do remember that when I first started driving, I had to think about every single aspect of it. And it, it was overwhelming, and it took a lot of mental effort and attention to not die in a fiery accident. But over time, the unconscious learns what to do, and you can, you can do it all automatically. You don't have to think about it. It becomes a habit. So that's an example of how we can program our actions with habits, but let's look at something that, that might be a little bit less obvious. If the brain is like a computer, then the downloads that you allow into its software will be reflected in the quality of its output. On the last episode, I briefly mentioned hypnosis, the full episode, not the two-second version. Uh, but one of the reasons that hypnosis works is that it basically relaxes you enough so that the conscious and rational mind takes a back seat and any suggestions made go directly to the unconscious. Now here's what's important to understand. The unconscious can do some incredible things, but it only does what it's told to. The unconscious will not decide whether a positive or negative mindset is more productive. It will not choose whether good or bad health is more desirable. It will carry out the instructions that the conscious mind communicates to it, and that's about it. Remember that the unconscious speaks in the language of symbols and emotions. So if a friend comes up to you complaining about how angry a coworker made them, you won't think that this friend wants to be angry and stressed out. You'll understand that they're just venting and you won't go out of your way to point out all the other things that could potentially make this friend mad. You're able to do this because you have certain reasoning skills that allow you to understand that the negative emotion your friend um, is expressing is it's not a goal or desire, but it's something that they wish to escape from. So you can make that determination. The unconscious does not work that way at all. 
the unconscious is that friend that you have to be really careful what you say to because they'll jump up and go to jail for you. I'm sure we all know people who we have to watch what we say around because they're just too overprotective and ready to jump into action. If you sit and just think about things that make you mad or depressed all day, all your unconscious sees is the emotion that you're stirring up. It's not anything groundbreaking to say that your thoughts can create an emotional response. There's always that one person that's going to make your blood boil every single time you think about them. Even if it's just for, for, for a second, it can completely change your state. And there's memories that we all have that still make us sad no matter how long it's been. And if we sit and dwell on these thoughts, they create a more and more powerful emotional response the longer that we sit with them. So the mind-body connection is very powerful. The thoughts we think trigger a chemical response in our body, which dictates how we feel. And those feelings extended over longer periods of time become moods. And the most common mood that we feel is essentially going to be the quality of our life. So if you're not totally satisfied with the quality of your life, it's important to start looking at what you allow yourself to think about on a small scale. Those decisions that you make about whether or not you'll indulge in any kind of angry or depressed fantasy, they all add up to create these emotional programs that your unconscious runs off of. It doesn't know that you're just fantasizing or considering problems to solution. I'm talking about overthinkers here. You know, the unconscious actually really can't tell the difference between thought and reality. You can be on the beach sipping margaritas with the love of your life. But if the majority of your thoughts are focused on your nemesis at work, your mind will think that that's where you are. It'll prepare you to fight with this person by releasing stress hormones into the body, which are a great survival tool, but terrible for your long-term health if they're just constantly there. And what's more, this negative thinking becomes a habit, which means that you'll get stuck in it without even getting a chance to decide whether or not that's the direction you want to go in. Your brain's going to choose the default option, and if your default is negativity, that's what you're automatically going to go to, and you're not even going to be aware of it. Your habit is your programming. When faced with a decision, the unconscious mind will choose the default option that it's seen you pick most often in the past. So the point I'm trying to make here is that it's really important to get a hold of this programming. You know, the way we change it is the same way that we create it. The problems in your life didn't come out of nowhere. If you're overweight and have a really hard time saying no to junk food, that's not a problem that started overnight. It's not a problem that developed overnight. That was a series of decisions that added up to where you are now. Not eating that food is extremely difficult once you've allowed yourself to indulge in it for years and years on end. After doing it over and over again, you've programmed your subconscious mind to eat that food. and You've developed habits that are going to compel you to go eat it. Those habits act as very powerful unconscious forces, and you've established a certain identity on top of that, and now you see yourself as someone who eats that food. And that's the, really the most, the most important part of it. It's very difficult to change your identity. It's very important if you want to actually change your, your lifestyle, but it's probably going to be the hardest part. And when you quit eating that junk food, if you've developed this identity around it, then instead of feeling healthy, you're actually going to feel like you're missing out on something. And it's not going to feel like you're making progress and doing anything um, good. You're going to feel like, well, I could be eating this food. It works the same way, though, um, in reverse. If you develop good habits or good programming and how you act, think, and see yourself, your unconscious mind will carry out those thoughts and actions without you having to give it really any thought or energy. You'll go to the gym. You'll be comfortable not eating junk food. You'll control your temper. You'll automatically shift yourself out of negative thought patterns as soon as they start. Um, changing your programming is definitely hard, 
but it's really not that complicated. Just look at the ways that you develop those negative patterns to begin with and reverse them. If you've got some really serious negative patterns in your life that you want to get rid of, understand they didn't happen overnight. You're not going to fix them overnight. They started because you stopped going to the gym once or twice a week. They started because you, because you said yes to that um, little bit extra piece of candy here and there, and that it added up over time, and you, you gradually took more and more. Maybe you weren't always a negative person, but you allow certain negative thoughts into your mind, and some of them just really got to you. You know, what are some of the ways that people are programmed? It can happen through a lot of ways. Social factors, for one, the people in our lives, the thought patterns that we allow, the habits that we have, um, our social media, any kind of information that we consume while we're in a relaxed state of mind. So TV, books, music, etc. If we spend a lot of uh, time scrolling through social media, for example, our unconscious is being bombarded with that stimulation. So if all you see on your feed is people fear-mongering about politics, complaining about their lives, putting other people down, feeling sorry for themselves, and living unhealthy lifestyles, that's something that your unconscious is absorbing. And over time, it's going to begin to integrate that into your personality. So for example, if all of your friends are constantly going out to party and drink and whatever else, it's going to be really difficult to live a healthy lifestyle where you save money. Like if that's your goal, if you're trying to get out of debt and all you see on social media every day is people going out to eat and to the club and whatever else, like it's, it's a lot more difficult. Like your brain's seeing, hey, this is what I'm supposed to do. And if it just happens once in a while, it's not that big of a deal. But if that, if it's, you know, a repetitive thing, that's the easiest way to brainwash somebody is repetition. So be very careful what you tell your unconscious. Be very careful about what you allow into your, you know, field of view. It's not, the unconscious is not dumb by any means. It just has a totally different way of communicating than your conscious mind does. And that's something that you have to get used to. It's kind of like in a relationship where, you know, men and women want the same thing, but have completely different communication styles. That disconnect can create massive problems, even when those people are after the same goal. So start getting really serious about the directions that you give to your unconscious mind. It's a little bit like raising a kid. That, that kid's always watching you. It's always looking to imitate you. And you've really got to be on top of things because it doesn't really understand exactly what's going on. And it's important to understand that it's going to also, it's going to take some time to reprogram it. Like I said, you didn't develop these habits overnight. You're not going to break them overnight. So start by changing the way you think, the way you act, the way you carry yourself, the, the kind of self-talk that you do with yourself. That's a big one that I see people do. They just beat themselves up and put themselves down and, you know, they stress out about the smallest things. But start meditating, um, start journaling to uncover the traumas that have shaped your behaviors. Work towards healing them because a lot of times the things that we act out in our lives, the negative patterns that we have, they stem from... A particular, maybe not one particular moment, but a particular feeling that's developed. So maybe a traumatic thing happened to you. And it's not just that one traumatic thing that stuck with you, but it's the fact that on top of that traumatic thing, you've compiled this long list of events that add on to it because every single day you relive that trauma. And you don't just relive it the one time a day, you relive it, you know, 50, 60, 70 times a day because you think about it and you obsess over it and you get into it. And I know it's hard to break that. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not. But it's really important to because your brain does, your, your unconscious and your body do not know the difference between a real stressful event and something that's going on in your imagination. So if you've had some kind of negative event happen to you and you're constantly thinking about it, you're putting your body through the exact same stress as when that event happened. 
And that's terrible for your long-term health. It's terrible for your mental health. And you're not going to think your way out of it. You have to shift gears. You have to get off of that train of thought. And you, the only way to do that is by practicing doing it. And like I said, one, um, I think it was a couple episodes ago, I talked about changing your state. So like if you get stuck in a negative pattern, one of the best ways to break out of that, instead of forcing yourself to break out of it and just willing it to get better, one of the best ways is to actually change your body language. Do something physical, make yourself smile, get up, change your posture, um, put your back straight, move around, do something. You know, if you're laying in bed and you're depressed, and you're not going to feel like doing that. But if you want to get better, I mean, that's the steps that you have to take towards doing that because it, it will, you know, that, that mind-body connection, it works both ways. So those negative thoughts will create those negative chemicals that are released in your body, the stress hormones, and it's going to make you physically feel different. But if you get up and physically change how you express yourself, that's going to, it's going to work the opposite way and it's going to make you think a little bit better. It's going to make you feel a little bit better. And then the last couple of things, just change the quality of the media that you fill your free time with. So social media, for example, um, I used to have a lot of BS on my social media and it used to stress me out a lot. Now, I mean, uh, Instagram is mostly quotes by people that I admire um, or it's stuff to do with like psychology, science and whatever else, philosophy, history, I don't know. And then just the last thing, guys, I cannot stress this enough. Get away from negative people. They will bring you down. They will teach you that the way that they live is the correct way to live. Your body, your, your mind will mirror them, whether you know it or not. Humans are very social creatures, and one of our best survival mechanisms is that we're able to imitate other people, which is good if we're trying to learn a skill, like if we're watching someone how to build a fire or you know hunt prey or find food. It's good because it allows us to learn very quickly with very little instruction. But it's not so good when we're not aware of this and we're surrounded by toxic negative people. So start cleaning up your social circles. And instead of spending so much time thinking about all the things that you don't want to have happen, try focusing instead on what you actually do want to bring into existence. Thanks for listening, guys. Good luck.